want the world, yeah, I want the world, yeah, I want it all, said I want the world, yeah, I want the world, I'm coming to get it, don't care what you heard, don't care what you heard, I'm taking it all, cause I want the world, yeah, I want the world, yeah, I want the world, it's the best in the game, best in the biz, about that time, and you know what it is, coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth, never gonna lie, never gonna lose, always on top, keeping it steady, he'll make you tap out and you won't be ready, he got the suplex, breaking your back, now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. Oh yeah, what up guys, what up, what's going on, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Taz Show, Podcast City version. This is not uh, live, this was not our first run live. So, uh, which is rare. So, uh, anyway, I just wanted to come at you guys, talk to you a little bit here. You know what I mean? So, what's up? I want to thank everybody for downloading this right now on iTunes or Spotify or uh, TuneIn. Where else? Uh, radio.com app on the radio.com in general, tazshow.com, Spotify. I don't think I said Spotify. Yeah, so Spotify also. So, as usual, thank you for all the love and support. You guys know I mean it uh, immensely. And so you guys are always there. It's great. I love you. And uh, just rocking and rolling here. So I just uh, want to talk about a few things. Uh, a little later on in this episode, I will give you uh, some thoughts and opinions of the newest WrestleMania poster. That's out. Interesting little topic. I've done this before where I talk about the you know the positioning of, of certain wrestlers in these posters. So I will do that in regards to this um, latest WrestleMania. Uh, I think it's 34. You know me, I'm horrendous with the numbers on everything and dates and yeah, 34 Jones. Yeah, so I'll talk to you about WrestleMania 34, which is uh, Sunday, April 8th. There goes your plug, WWE. You're welcome. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> recently, um, as recent as the weekend maybe it was, or uh, as I record this right now on Monday, March 19, 2019, oh, Back, back up, 2018, sir. It's not 2019, you dumbass. March 19th, 2018. I was reading something. Sorry, I'll make excuses, and I have zero accountability. Um, Michael Cole, my former broadcast partner, um, had done a, he was a guest on a podcast, which is rare. Cole doesn't do much uh, stuff, um, you know, uh, as far as being a guest on anyone's show. Um, I think it's a couple things. I, I think one, um, he's very busy. He has, um, a lot on his plate. I know that for a fact. So, uh, besides his announcing duties, his position with the company and basically, uh, running and being in charge and managing all of the announced talent. Um, there's a, it's a lot deeper job than folks would think is a lot going on with that. So he also helps out from afar with NXT. Um, you know, so he's, you know, and, and, you know, he lives deep in the heart of Texas, literally. Like, he lives, like, like an area of Texas that's, like, not even Texas anymore. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know if it's Mexico. I don't know where he is, but he's deep down. I can tell you that. So, but anyways, he, Cole, went on. Oh, the other thing was, <clears throat> excuse me. I think he also doesn't do a lot of stuff because, um it's more of a he's smart you know and he's never told me this but i would assume it's something keeping yourself prestigious you know people hear him on television three hours a week you know uh doing raw so he's very smart he understands don't overstay your welcome unlike me that has two shows where i overstay my welcome and people hate me but i'm here uh but anyway so cole went on this uh a podcast which you know me i never 
promote podcasts. I'm not really supposed to. I got a little permission from Mr. Pimento on this one. You got Pimento. For those that are new to the Taz show, that was my boss, Mr. Pimento. That's how he talks. And uh, so it was a Sky Sports podcast uh, at Sky Sports WWE. So that's their Twitter. I do not think it's an official WWE um, gimmick because it's Sky Sports, and maybe they're they're using their the, the WWE, let, WWE letters. So I'm sure they're involved or gave them permission to do that or something. But it's with Sky Sports, which is legitimate uh, over there in the UK. So uh, Cole was a guest on there. And I believe the name of the podcast is Locked Up. So I will give them a plug. Um, again, which is another rare thing that I usually don't do. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I wanted the public to say Michael Cole went on there and he, and he put me over. I mean, very, very heavily, which I want to thank him for that publicly. And um, the guys asked him, um, you know, who's your favorite color commentator to work with? And Michael Cole gave a very lengthy answer. Um, which was nice to hear yours truly was his favorite commentator to work with. Um, so I don't want to give you too much detail. So you guys can go check out their podcast uh, at Sky Sports WWE podcast. And uh, I do not know these guys from a hole in the wall. Uh, and I very, very rarely promote any podcast besides my own. I am an egomaniac. I care about me. And that's the way it goes. So uh, they're lucky. You're lucky. Everyone's lucky that the sound effects store is not open right now or there'll be dings up the wazoo. Okay. So yes, dings, everything. But anyways, so I want to thank those guys who run the podcast at Sky Sports WWE and obviously Michael Cole for his nice comments. So, um, you know, it was very cool of him to do that. Um, uh, you know, look, I, I've always said, uh, you know, I've been just like Michael Cole's been lucky to work with a lot of really, really great color commentators. I've been really lucky to work with a lot of great play-by-play guys, and and I love all of them. I mean, um, in no particular order. I mean, I you know, Mike Tanay and I are very, very close friends, and and I loved. I had so much fun working with Mike and Joey Styles is my dear friend, and I just loved working with Joey. I just just love him. I mean, um, Jr another guy just as uh always good to me and always helped me back in the day and 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 traveled with jr and and also traveled with joey styles and michael cole obviously josh matthews i loved working with josh uh josh is uh you know he's 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 very talented always been very talented and he's very good at what he does um uh, i hope i'm not forgetting anyone that's jumping out that i worked lengthy with you know what i mean i mean those are the guys that I've worked length with, obviously, and Michael Cole. Um, I mean, I just had a blast working with Cole. And, you know, I sincerely believe that he could pull up to an arena anywhere in this world in a rent-a-car, and I could pull up in this world in an arena any place in this world, I should have said that first, in a different rent-a-car, and pull up to opposite sides of the arena get out, walk to the announce desk, shake hands, say, hey, what's up? Long time, no talk, no see. Put two headphones on, not each, you know, one on me, one on him. Turn those microphones on, and we could call a show with our eyes closed. <laughs> like, uh, we could call a radio show. We can call a TV show. We can call a wrestling show. We can call whatever you want us to call. I feel he and I, uh, from Jump Street, Always had instant chemistry. 
even though I was green as a commentator and he wasn't, he came from the radio industry, which is ironic or ironic. Now I'm in the radio industry, right? Uh, and he worked for CBS actually when he was when he was doing CBS News. He was doing hard news. It's like um, a road, uh, what do you call it? Road gimmick Jones reporter guy. You know, back in the day when he was young, coming out of Syracuse University. So, you know, um, we could work right now on a microphone and with headsets on and call. I, I it's going to sound. I mean, I'm being blunt. Let's say they, I was able to, and they said, you know what, Taz. Michael Cole, we are firing every announcer we have except Michael Cole for the night. We are bringing you, Taz, to WrestleMania in New Orleans. We want you and Cole to call the whole show. We could sit there and call the whole show, and it sounds braggadocious, but I'm I'm trying to hammer home the point that our chemistry was always awesome. And when you have that real legitimate chemistry with a broadcast colleague, it never, ever goes away. It doesn't. Now, of course, now as guys get older and stuff like that, things change. You know, your voice sounds maybe a little different. Um, your ability to think straight sometimes can change. I'm talking about when you get up there in your 70s and 80s. You know, I mean, you don't see that ever. But, I mean, Cole and I are not kids, but we're also not old friggin' relics. Well, you know, at least he's not. But um, <laughs> I feel like a relic. But um, I really believe that he and I can just go and knock it out of the park straight up Jones. I'm dead serious. I'm just straight up. Um, look, we just, uh, it just worked. It always just worked. Um, you know, and as I said uh, a long time ago here on the Taz show, you know, we, we helped each other, you know, inadvertently, you know, uh, I helped him from a wrestling perspective and, I think helped galvanize like, credibility in him, I humbly say. And he helped galvanize credibility in me from an announcer broadcasting perspective. So we worked with each other. We helped each other. And we were both so hungry and so eager uh, as time rolled on to be a dominant team and a dominant duo uh, because we were always in the shadow of J.R. and King, the Hall of Fame team, you know. So it was, you know, um, but we've called hundreds and hundreds of SmackDowns together. Um you know, which I, you know, I had a blast. And then, you know, we had some tension a little bit towards the end. Once I went over to the WWE rebirth version of ECW and I called it with Joey Styles. Um, you know, we had a little just professional tension, uh, Cole and I, it was probably more of me than him. Cause I always was very, I had always had an edge and combustible at times and, that's why I'm not a shock to a lot of people. <laughs> That's just uh, how I really was, especially as I was a little bit younger. But um, I think I've matured a little bit, uh, even more from then. Even after I wrestled, I was still a little bit edgy, you know. But but anyway, um, yeah, man, you know, we uh, we called so many SmackDowns. I mean, and we had a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of I'm telling you, a lot of fun. <laughs> we we loved working with each other. You know, it was it was easy. It was really easy. Um, you know, and I, I thought our sound was great together. I mean, I, I do, I, I miss working with Cole. I do. I, and I, and just so you guys know, I, um, I've invited him on the show on the Taz show here many times and 
he wants to and will come on eventually. It's not just up to him. You know, I mean, he's very busy, and I don't want to, when he gets very rare downtime, when he gets to home, come, go home, I, I don't want to bother him, you know, his family and his wife, and just let him just chill and do his things. You know, I mean, I, he don't need to be sitting on the phone talking to me and uh, during my show or something like that. It's just I don't want to bother the guy, you know. Um, and the company's got him doing so much stuff. He's got a lot of responsibilities, so I don't, you know, it's just the way it goes. Um, But, you know, that was the thing that that you know kind of surprised me still and you know when we were um doing that ecw thing for wwe network uh a couple years ago a year ago whenever the hell it was two years ago at wilkes barrier pennsylvania and it was the 900th smackdown episode in the arena there in wilkes barrier pa and i was in the building and cole was in the building and we actually did not cross paths he was busy in meetings and we were recording and it took a while that ecw thing and different segments and whatever we were doing so um so we were on different sides of the arena we never saw each other um we text but we never saw each other um i have to tell you though and i and i know i've said it before but i i was surprised you know and i'm still surprised i am still surprised that um you know that wwe did not have us call a um a match together, you know, just for the 900 SmackDown and that he and I, Cole and I have called so many, you know, hundreds of SmackDowns. <clears throat> I was very surprised on that. Um, I really was. Um, and I'm still a little, not surprised because it's been so long afterwards. I'm a little taken aback, as I like to say. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I don't know the reason. I, I, you know, I always think I have heat with them, so that's probably it. But, you know me, I'm conspiracy conspiracy theory jones i come out here and i say what i feel whenever i talk about their shows and a lot of times it's positive and then sometimes it's it's a negative uh critique you know um but we've talked about that me and you guys um so it is what it is but i, I am i i was surprised and i still am a little bit like wow why wouldn't they have just not that i wanted to well, not that I needed to be on television or needed to be on their show. I mean, Lord knows I'm blessed and I'm bu- busy as hell as it is. And I had to get back to do my show back to New York and WWE supplied transportation for me to get to Wilkes-Barre and to get back, you know, so they, they did the right thing. And they picked me up at my studio while I was doing the Taz show. You know, they did the right thing, man. Um, I, you know, uh, but I mean, geez, I'm under the roof in Wilkes-Barre, PA with, with, with Cole and it's the 900 SmackDown, and I, you know, I just was surprised, and you know, that we and, and there was a light discussion about it, and it just died, and nothing negative, um, with the WWE and myself, because uh, I got to the building, you know, a little bit earlier than my call time, because um, we didn't hit traffic, so you know, I just, I don't know, I just thought, I, I see, to me, it's not about, it wasn't about, in essence. This is going to sound really hokey and corny, but I'm going to say it and because I mean it. I just thought it would have been cool for the fans. And I, you know, I really, I really thought it would have been a cool thing to do. Um, and I had a concept. I, I'm sorry if I said it on the air here or on a podcast. I, I might have, and I don't remember if I did. But my idea was like a dream sequence type thing, a funny thing where 
Um, I don't remember who was doing commentary for the the 900 SmackDown. I don't know if it was Cole with um, Corey Graves and a third person. I just can't recall because they change a lot of their guys around all the time, so I kind of lose track. But um, well, it was like a dream sequence, and like the, everything goes blurry uh, at the announce desk while doing it on camera, and it just shows up that I'm there with Cole, and everybody else is gone. You know, like it, it would, like you know, and we would just call the match, and then I would just left. You know, I think fans would have loved that. You know, I do. Um, I just for, for our team, uh, you know, of Michael Cole and myself, but it didn't happen, obviously. So, and it's never going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I just felt like talking about that for a second. But you know, I was flattered. Um, you know, in in this business. Uh, the wrestling business well i'm not really technically in the best business anymore i know that but um in the wrestling business it's it's unfortunate but it's not often that guys put other guys over um and that's what i've tried to do with the taz show um i try to put people over uh, for all the, over 540 something shows i've done already i always try to put guys over i very rarely I, I mean i think a lot of you guys can agree you might disagree with some of my opinions and thoughts on things you might agree with a lot of them but I think we all can agree that it's very rare that I'll come out here and bury a guy for either his performance or the type of person he is or was. As far as the person's character, his real-life character, the type of person he is or was, I really couldn't tell you. I, I mean, I'm sure there's one or two guys I might have said some negative stuff about, but it's extremely rare because I'm cognizant of that. It's not my bit. That's not my gimmick. I don't want to do that. Now, <clears throat> as far as guys work or something like that or girls work rate at time i think i will critique some people i kind of do it respectfully the only one i've been a little stiff with was probably mauro and Alo. um you know i i i, I guess i i, I couldn't, couldn't give you an answer of why i mean i have nothing personally against mauro and i don't think he has anything personally against me maybe he does now but um <laughs> but my point is i um I've always tried to do the Taz show different where I try to put guys over and I very rarely uh, will air dirty laundry or old laundry. It's just not, and I could do it. Trust me. I know a lot of things about a lot of people and that's why I'm not interested in writing a book or doing a tell all. I don't believe in the shoot interview stuff. I just don't do it. I, I just don't, I don't, I, that's just not how I grew up. It's not where I grew up, the type of guys I grew up, the type of family I have. You don't do that. You don't open your mouth about people, you know, because you never know what could happen to you. I'm just being blunt. <laughs> so you got to be careful, you know, and it's the wrong thing to do because you don't want to do that because then you wouldn't want someone doing that about you. You know, it's just disrespectful. And I know fans love all that stuff and I get it. But then you can get there's a plethora of that stuff out there of people tell all books and shoot interviews and burials. And it's just you're not getting it from this cat right here. It's just not going to happen. So. You know, it's very nice uh, that Michael Cole put me over like he did. I, I appreciate him doing that. Um, as you guys know, I've put him over a lot out here. Uh, and sometimes I've critiqued his work. He knows that. Him and I have talked offline about that. Um, he's cool as a cat. He he don't care. He knows how it is. Some shows you're great. Some shows you suck. Same with me on Taz and the Moose. Same with me here on the Taz show. Some some episodes are better than others. I mean, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know. It's the way it goes. Um but, um, you know, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. I just thought that, you know, that was nice. That was nice of them to do. And I wanted to give those guys a plug for their podcast. So, the Sky Sports WWE. 
So, uh, in UK. So there you have it. Um, so that was that. So thank you to Michael Cole. Appreciate it. And, uh, don't be afraid to let him know I put him over. How about that? All those guys. Aha. Uh-huh. See, that's how this works. It's a, it's a hamster wheel. We're all running hamsters in a circle wheel on top of each other. It's 10 hamsters trying to get on top of the wheel, but we're all running on top of each other. That sounds like podcast wrestling content, to be honest with you. Podcast wrestling content with podcast. That's probably it. It's, it's probably a extra large, gigantic hamster wheel with probably 60 to 70,000 hamsters trying to get ahead on this one wheel. That's kind of what it is. Yeah, there's that much. It gets to the point where it's like, okay, I tap. I'm done. So, all right, anyway, so um, <laughs> shifting gears. Uh, something that's really cool, WWE um, put out something about uh, WCW Thunder, that episodes are set to hit the WWE Network uh, tomorrow, which I believe is Tuesday, because uh, today is Monday. So um, that's pretty cool uh, from what I'm reading um that that's uh, set to wwe network now i'm reading it's set to hit it later this month so i don't know which one is the truth but regardless uh wcw thunder so those real straight up hardcore wrestling fans a lot of you guys might remember it some of you guys that are younger maybe don't maybe you didn't watch it now you get to see it if you have wwe network so uh, that's pretty cool (laughs) see the thing is for those that don't know wcw thunder was kind of like their well Let's say Nitro Nitro was their big daddy, you know. WCW Thunder was like, you know, their their younger son type thing, you know. So it was like a junior, not a junior show, is the wrong way to put it, but a B show. But it was a good B show. There was a lot of great episodes of Thunder. So you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys will love it. That's a cool, it's a cool thing. And WWE, WCW, I'm sorry, WWE Network, um, you know, not putting that out for a while. Uh, Interesting, because they've had all the WCW content. They own the whole thing, the whole library. So I don't really know. Um, maybe when I talk to Mike Johnson next week, he'll know. Uh, I don't know. I know. Lord knows I don't know. Um, but that's cool. I think that's cool. That's good. That's good for wrestling fans. <coughs> so uh, what was the other thing? Um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Quick about WWE Network. You know, no matter if you like WWE or not, Sometimes I don't like them, and sometimes I do. But I have to say, the value for the WWE Network uh, is pretty impressive, and I've said that from Jump Street. The amount of content they give, the value, the bang for your buck is ultra impressive. I feel like I'm doing a paid spot over here. What the hell's going on? But no, seriously, all can aside, it really is. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. So... I don't know if they're going to go to that tier system anytime soon because, you know, we've heard scuttlebutts about the tier system. But if they do and when they do, how the hell can anybody bitch? How can you yell? How can you get upset? How can you argue? You can't. You know, you can't. I mean, really, the amount of content that that they're rolling out on this thing from original content to all just the pay-per-views alone and all the uh, older content from whatever ECW, WCW, uh, just all these different wrestling promotions, they just got everything. Just about. I mean, who the hell is going to compete? That's why anybody that tries to compete with a subs- behind a subscription wall, providing content of wrestling, good luck. You are not going to win. <laughs> Don't even bother. To be frank with you, don't even bother. You're going to get your ass whooped. It's the truth. You can't. It, it, it's just uh, they got WWE's got to go to a tier system eventually because. 
you know, they, they are leaving a ton of money on the table. And I'm not saying that we as the consumer and the customer and the fan should have to pay more, but I'm just letting you know it's coming. And, 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 and how could you blame them? So a tier system basically. So it's like, all right, nine ninety nine, you get this. All right, whatever, uh, fourteen ninety nine or thirteen ninety nine, you get this, and you know, seventeen ninety nine, you get this. So the only problem with that is when they do it, if they do it, um, they got to be careful of pulling out on stuff that you're already paying ten bucks a month for. Well, no, you like all these pay-per-views that you're getting for 10 bucks a month. Well, that's awesome. Now you got to go to the second tier to get them. Oh, you want WrestleMania? Okay, you got to go to the highest tier to get WrestleMania. See, they've kind of set the table. That's the only issue. They've set the table for, what, how long has the network been around? Two, three years, whatever, four years, something like that. You know, so they've set the table at, and they built a sense of entitlement that us, the, the customer, is like, all right, cool, 10 bucks a month, that's in my budget. If I can afford it or I can't afford it, I know 10 bucks a month, I'm getting all my WWE wrestling content I need. I can watch old wrestling shows. I can watch some original shows, original content. I could do all that good stuff. Uh, but now, wait a minute, pump the brakes. Why? You, you mean now, if I want WrestleMania, or I want the Royal Rumble, I want Survivor Series, I, I got to pay the highest tier or I got to pay another three bucks a month. Um, or for that month, you know, that that's the only thing that could turn people off and i do think that wwe's cognizant of that and they realize that 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 could be a problem um so maybe that's why they haven't rolled it out yet because they're thinking how do we fix this how do we roll it out because they got one shot to tell you the customer that they're doing a tier system and it's going to cost more money for stuff that you're already paying 10 bucks a month for month for um but they got to figure out because they got one shot to make that first impression without turning you off so, and I think they know that because they're smart. So we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm hedging my bets. They, they do the right thing. I, I, look, I, I've worked there long enough and I wasn't there when the WWE Network was in existence, but I can tell you that they don't try to swerve or screw people when it comes to what you're paying for. Uh, you know, we've seen it over the years when you were just paying for pay-per-views and there were screw job finishes. Yeah. I get it. I think things have changed. That's uh, older fans know what I'm talking about that are hardcore fans. I, I think things are a little bit different now, to be honest with you. But what's not different is the love and support for the Taz Show by my good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, you know the deal. See, they, they, they know that mortgaging can be very complicated and very intimidating to some people. Okay, and they ask the question, why? Why? Why does it have to be like that? Why can't mortgage experience be better for everyone? And why can't technology help us all move into the home of our dreams faster and easier? Why? Why do mortgages even require paperwork? Well, see what Rocket Mortgage by you know, Quick Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loans, I should say. They answer all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Rocket Mortgage is simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and to be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking for your first home or your 10th, refinancing an existing mortgage, it don't matter. Rocket Mortgage gives you a transparent online process that gives you the confidence that you need to make an informed, proper decision for you and your family. To get started, I want you to do this. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. 
nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. All right, guys, I'm going to go to break, come back from break. I'll talk about this WWE poster for WrestleMania. Did it suck? Is it great? What's wrong with it? What's right with it? We'll get into that right here at Taz Show. Sit tight. All right. We are back here, guys, on the Taz Show here um, on this non-live initial tape gimmick Jones podcast, Schnabitz, Schnabitz, Fernand Burnham edition of the Taz Show. Yes. It's episode 540-something. And uh, yes, Seth, thank you for sending me the proper run sheet. No need. That's not how we work here. We do everything poopy sometimes. So anyway. So I talked a little bit at the beginning of this episode here about uh, Michael Cole. I uh, talked about the announcing end of things with yours truly and Cole. We were partners. Got into a little WCW chat, as you know. Now I want to talk to you real quick to close this son of a gun out. Talk about the latest, I should say, poster for WrestleMania. Um, Sunday, April 8th, uh, 2018, Jones. Um, so, look, uh, obviously, uh, you know, the post is always done right, meaning the, the actual, I don't know if it's someone who draws this, paints it, or if it's like real photos that they just, and they put like some kind of a graphic filter, look like a cartoon. I don't know how they do it, what they do with it. I don't give a rat's ass. I do know it's cool. So that I'll tell you. So I'm not going to get in here and break down the actual illustration and artwork of the thing. I did not go to Juilliard. Okay, for those that know what Juilliard is, it's a very fancy school for fashion and painting or something like that. I, that wasn't my shtick. But I will tell you, it's interesting. <clears throat> the first thing that jumps out to me about this poster when I look at it, as cool looking as it is, is two guys. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman. They're all the way in the back. Okay, that part I don't really understand. Then the third thing that jumps out to me is Ronda Rousey, okay? Ronda Rousey, I think her picture should be a little bit bigger, and she's kind of like right near Brock, and her picture is one of the bigger pictures. The biggest photos are Charlotte, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Alexa Bliss, uh, Ronda Rousey. Then the next biggest, I would say, is Nakamura, Seth Rollins. And then everybody else is kind of the same size. Now, they kind of put Stephanie and Hunter in between uh, AJ Styles and Charlotte. And, and that's cool. But why wouldn't you put Kurt somewhere near Ronda? And why not make Kurt a little bigger or like in the forefront? I know he's in the you know, twilight of his career and he's not a full-time wrestler. Trust me. But neither is Triple H and Stephanie. Um and they're in a match, in that tag match together. Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. So I would have put Kurt next to Ronda. Okay, and again, I'm probably the only maniac that looks at this and notices this and goes over this and then comes on the air or does the podcast with you to tell you. Because, you know, I just, this is just what I do, I guess. I just want to tell you. Um, Ron Strowman being on the left-hand side, only in the back, flexing and smiling is, I don't understand. The flexing part, I got no problem with. Double bicep Jones, I got it. I got it. He's a big strongman guy. He is. He's just a massive strongman. I got it. He shouldn't be smiling. 
And not only that, he should not be all the way in the back. I just don't get it. People that are smiling, people that are smiling in this thing, okay? Nia Jax, I have no problem with that. Pretty girl, and she's with a pretty smile. Sasha Banks, pretty girl, pretty smile. Got it. Alexa Bliss, pretty girl, pretty smile. Got it. One of the Usos is smiling. Okay. Um, they, they also have oh, Naomi smiling, pretty girl, pretty smile. Got it. Bobby Roode smirks smiling. Not a fan of that. But that's kind of like the glorious thing. You know what I mean? I, I get the glorious gimmick. Um, I do. I get that. I like that. I like that. Um, I like that Rhonda's not smiling. Even though she's she's she has a pretty smile. And she's not. She's kind of got a smirk on. I like that. A lot of people have smirks on. Um, I I but, but back to Bobby Roode. I mean, Bobby's just smirking. Okay, I get it. I'm not gonna throw a big flag on that. Um. The, the, the Braun Strowman smiling? Ah, no. <laughs> he shouldn't be smiling. He, he's not a pretty guy with a pretty smile, and he shouldn't be. He, he shouldn't be smiling. Does, does this, again, is this like a big problem? No. It's just my opinion. I would have had him big as hell somewhere on this poster, like make him like a larger-than-life guy in this poster. You know, again, now, I don't think they have a match announced with him yet. Okay, they, they have Angle and Rousey teaming up, as I said, against Triple H and Stephanie. They got Brock going against Roman Reigns. Uh, why I don't see the Universal title or um, why I don't see uh, uh, AJ Styles uh, with the WWE Championship, um, I don't know. That's also not in the picture. So I think somewhere across Brock's chest or near Brock, he should have had the belt. Same with AJ. I like that the two champs are in the front. I like that Charlotte, too. She should have her SmackDown Women's title. So should Alexa. Actually, it looks like Alexa. I don't know if that's a jacket or a belt. I can't tell. See, that's bad. If I have to squint to look, that's not good. But they did put the four champions up front. Okay, I'm good. I like that. Um, Kurt's got to be up closer. Kurt's got to be near Ronda. Ronda should be a little bigger. Braun should be in the middle of this thing. Okay, um... You know, uh, not uh, Kofi and Xavier and Big E should not be in the middle. And they're smiling too, by the way, which they should. That's their shtick. But I would have put I would have put those guys on the lower on the upper left in the back. And I, basically, bottom line, I would switch Braun with uh with the, with those three guys. I would have put I would have put Big E, Xavier, and and um and Kofi slide them over. And because they're in the middle right now, and then put um, put Brown right in the middle, make Brown a little bigger, and have him flex like he's doing. Just don't have him smiling, you know. That's just me. Maybe I'm old school. <clears throat> um, all of the talent, their faces look good. Everything, everything's good. Um, <clears throat> Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. As you know, it's going to be Intercontinental Championship match. And Miz, the champion, right? Miz don't have his belt. Um, the cool thing is all three of those guys are about the same size in this, this illustration or whatever this thing is, this, uh, poster. So that's okay. Um, I don't know if they're going to make any edits to this thing. I doubt it. I think once it's out, it's out. Um, I, I don't know. I, w- I would have had the championship belts involved a little bit. 
again, I'm, I'm picking this. I'm being nitpicking. I'm ripping this thing. Not ripping it. I'm just nitpicking, you know. I would definitely would have had the championship belts around over the shoulders of the champs, or at least even you could have done is put it on the bottom. Yeah, that wouldn't have made sense. If you would have put it on the bottom, like each championship, like horizontal across the bottom, then put the date above it, uh, several uh, special start time, live on pay-per-view, all that kind of stuff. We'll put the belts underneath that, but then you'd have to have the champions, champions near the belts if you don't have it in the drawing where it's over their shoulders. Um, but the face and body that jumps out first to me is Roman Reigns and then Brock. Uh, for some reason, the way they have Roman position, he is the smack dab, jumps at you. Um, he does. I would have, uh, even if you would have switched and put Brock where Charlotte is and keep Roman where he is and just have Brock as, just as big as Roman and then put Charlotte, um, you know, not far from Oscar where Oscar would be behind Charlotte because she's facing her for the smack dab woman's title. You could have done that too, you know, switch Charlotte and Brock. I'm thinking out loud as I look at this thing. Hopefully you guys are looking at this. If you're not, when you go home or wherever you are, uh, look at it while I'm t- talking about you. And then, you know, you'll see. You'll say, good lordy me. Taz is right again. Yep. Yep, he's right. Some bit right again. My, my All right, so that's what I would have done with that. Let me just see here. Who else would I move around? I don't know. Everything else is kind of... I think this is kind of good. I mean, uh, again, I don't know if they're going to edit. I don't think they normally edit. I think once this is done, this is done. But I know uh, they're doing like, uh, what are they doing? Something the Cruiserweight uh, Championship Tournament, right? The finals or something like that. That's going to that's gonna happen at Mania. Um, There's none of that representation. Not the belts, not nothing. I don't see any real Cruiserweights in this thing. In this, this illustration, this, this poster, but... Anyway, that, that's what I would have done with it. I would have made those little switches and those little moves. Just just my opinion on it, you know? I mean, otherwise, it's cool, you know? And again, I'm probably the only guy that, that does this. Uh, maybe this will be a regular thing I do every year. I'll just just critique and break down the poster. I mean, I don't know. I'll put a poll up. Have the social media team put a poll up on the Tad Show Twitter. See if you people like the breakdown of the poster every year. That could be my new bit, my new gimmick. It's not a bad idea, right? It's different. Then someone will hack it, steal it. I got a breakdown on the poster. I got a breakdown on the poster. I got a shot. I snapped. That can happen. So, uh, anyways, just looking one more time before I wrap this thing up. Looking again at the poster. Bobby Roode. Yeah, maybe Bobby's got to come up a little closer. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think they have Roode advertised yet for anything. I know they're doing the Battle Royal, for the Women's Battle Royal. Oh, they're doing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, too. I forgot about that. They're doing that. And those two guys, I don't even think they're on the dang poster. That's right. They're not. And The Undertaker's not on the poster. How's that? What the heck? Yeah. Well, I guess he's... I mean, he's supposed to face Cena, right? That's what people are thinking, right? I don't know if that was... Was that announced? Maybe it was. I don't even know. But where's Taker on this thing? You know what I mean? Huh. Why is it not on? And, and as far as John Cena goes, by the way, he stands out because he got him in that bright green shirt and hat. He's in the back, but he's got his hands up. He's kind of near in between Nia Jax and uh, Bobby Roode. Where is Undertaker on this thing? Huh. 
And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, just, no, no thanks. You're not on it. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess it is what it is. All right. Well, look, I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Taz Show. I appreciate you guys checking out. Kind of a quicker edition. But, um, you know, we're almost going to be no edition. There was going to be just no, there was definitely no live Taz Show. Uh, on the road, Jones had something to do and uh, could not do the show. But I feel let me just drop a quick pod for you guys. So, uh, you know, that's the deal on that. But I appreciate it. And uh, should be live on Thursday. Taz Show Live, 9.15 a.m. Eastern as normal on Radio.com and Tashville.com. All right, guys, that's it. I'm Taz. You're not. Thanks for all the support, guys. Mean it. Talk to you soon. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting